You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, September 15th, the year is 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter. Matt Sheehan is not here at the moment, but he'll be here in just a second. Uh, what we've got for you today is a interview with the one, the only, Greg Jones, conducted by our own Matt Sheehan. So you won't hear my voice in this at all, but you'll hear me pop back in to do some ad reads and all that good stuff. So that's the plan for today's show. No need to waste any more time. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll get $10 off your next order. All right, let's get to Matt's interview with Greg Jones. All right, and you know what? No, I'm not even going to act like I'm playing this one cool because we got one of my all-time favorite Spartans on the line right now. We are joined by two-time All-American, Three-time first-team All-Big Ten player, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, 2010 Big Ten champion, Super Bowl champion, Greg Jones. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. How on earth are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. It's been one heck of a ride, man. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. Oh, I I thought of Ed and a giant, like, who uh, in that intro? But I just have to know, like, like, did that ever get old for you or played out when when you're at State? Or what what was your take on that? Oh, so my my take on that was, you know, I was just excited that people, you know, were excited to see me play. You know, I'm I'm a, you know, inner city kid from Cincinnati, Ohio, you know, not, um, you know, not really understanding the gravity of everything that I was doing on the field. And I just wanted to prove to my teammates and my coaches and, you know, to all my family and friends that were in my corner before I got to stay that I could stay and not only stay, but do well. So it it was just one of those things that, you know, once I started hearing my name called and people doing um, the chant and everything, I, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And, Every now and then, it, it gets a little confusing when somebody is like, you know, they do the chant, and I don't know they're doing the chant. Right. And, um, you know, I'm trying to introduce myself, and I just start saying my name louder. But other <laughs> than that, though, um, you know, dude, it's actually, it's actually been pretty cool. And uh, honestly, I'm just, I'm just thankful, and I'm gracious to all my fans I still have out there. Um, just, I'm just thankful, man. I really am. Well, I, on behalf of Spartan Nation, I can definitely say we're all thankful for you because I, you were definitely in that foundation of Mark D'Antonio's uh, you know, just re- whole regime and what he was trying to do at State. Because I think you were part of that first recruiting class for him, I believe, in 2007. Is that right? Yes, I was the first class, man. I was one of the first guys that were actually signed on, man, um, during his transition uh, from all the recruits. I think I was one of the first guys. Um, that signed on. And, okay, so fresh coach. I mean, MSU really kind of wasn't on the map yet. What was his pitch? Or what did he say that really got you to buy into what he was doing at MSU and had you commit to MSU? I, honestly, it wasn't so much um, about what he said. It's about more how he operated and how he 
treated everybody the same, you know, and that that was important to me. Um, you know, he didn't – I think the one thing, if we're talking about what he said, was the opportunity, you know, and he was honest with me. You know, a lot of coaches during my recruiting time were, like, telling me I'm, they're, gonna, they're selling me the world, you know what I mean? I'm going to do this, sure. I'm going to do that, and I haven't played one down yet. And I, at that point in time, I was I kind of understood, you know, how things went a little bit to the point I know it's not likely for every freshman to come on and play right away. You know, that's not always likely um, to happen when you're going to big-time football like State. So mm-hmm. for him to just be honest with me and just say, you know, you're going to get opportunity without a doubt to play and prove yourself and – because I didn't want to go somewhere where it was already slated that these are stars and you, you have to be a redshirt freshman. You know, I didn't want that. I just wanted at least a chance to prove myself. And then if I wasn't ready, then I redshirt. And then, but if I was ready, I want to play. And he gave me the opportunity. And I obviously, you know, once um, I started, you know, the rest was history from there, kind of just ran with it on my own. No, hundred percent. And so, in your four years there, you guys went. Well, I think it was seven and six, and then nine and four, and then dipped down to six and seven, and then of course had the eleven and two record your senior year. Right. Like, at what point during all that did you realize that you know D'Antonio and you guys as a whole really had something incredible in the making there? You know what? I think it was. Uh, you know, it, I look when I look back at that two thousand and nine year. I had a lot on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, whether I'm thinking about, you know, going to the draft and all that stuff. But the, we had, for me, we had so that the next class, which I think was Le'Veon's class, we had so many guys that were so eager to play and to prove themselves just like I did. And that meant a lot to me, you know. And so once I knew that was there and then – you know, during the process, all the guys in my class were, you know, they they definitely had my back. You know, whether I wanted to stay or wanted to leave, they had my back. But, you know, they were like, dude, like, if you stay, you know, we can definitely make something happen and do something special. Um, and, you know, I think that was it. You know, everybody, you know, the energy, you know, we had in there with everyone was just truly amazing. And so I think that's what we knew that we had that was special um, you know, in comparison to our previous years. But you know, going into that last year, we just had, you know, some some really good guys and really good mindsets, you know, in a team atmosphere that I knew we can do a lot with. So, yeah, just everybody pitching in and, and always being positive. And even though, you know, we, when we went through those those bad years in 2000, and I should say bad season in 2009, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when you look back at it, we were so close in some games, you know, and it's just not going our way. And so that was tough, you know, that was really, really tough. And um, I think the guys responded well and were back in the weight room at right at the end of the season and nobody was complaining and, oh, you know, and just really feeling sorry for themselves about last the previous year and just were saying how much we're going to do and, you know, we had guys like Kirk Cousins that, you know, obviously helped out and did tremendous things as well, too. So it was it was just really, really cool, you know, for everybody to kind of just want to jump in. And that's where I knew, you know, to answer your question, what made it so special, you know, going forward. Okay, we'll be right back with more from Greg Jones in just a second. But first, a word from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, ever, ever. Matt and I have been telling you 
about Built Bar. And if you haven't tried it, what are you even doing? Honestly, maybe you you don't like the Power Bar game. You don't like those meal replacement bars or whatever. Like, just get over it and try Built Bar. They've got an incredible new and improved formula that somehow, I don't know how they did this, somehow it tastes even better than the old ones. And the old ones were great. They've got new flavors, caramels, brownie, cookies, and cream, apple, almond, crisp, a few more. they got their original flavors, double chocolate, salted caramel, peanut butter, brownie, 12 original flavors, six new flavors, 18 in total. And these bars are healthy, guys. They are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Quick example here. Got the uh, the Cherry Barcia, one of the new bars. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. It's like that down the entire roster of flavors. High protein, low calorie, low sugar, low carb, high fiber. They are fantastic. They taste great, and they are good for you. And for now, for this relaunch, they have done something great. They have reset the promo code for the relaunch. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get $10 off your next order. That's right, even if you've already done it. You can go back, go to BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKDOWN, one word, and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And today's show is also brought to you by the fine folks at Home Field Apparel. Home Field Apparel makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They print vintage marks. They... Go through old programs, yearbooks, talk to alums, all that to make really thoughtful collegiate apparel, and it is absolutely incredible. They launched their Michigan State line at the beginning of August. You guys came through, bought a ton of stuff, and you got to keep doing it. You got to keep buying more stuff if you haven't gone there yet. Go to homefieldapparel.com and just check out all the awesome stuff they have. It's not just Michigan State. They've got tons of schools. And within Michigan, they got Central, Eastern, Western, Northern, Grand Valley, Ferris State, Wayne State, UDM, Hope, and really cool, original, unique designs for all these schools. You're not going to find anything like it. Go to homefieldapparel.com, enter promo code ONSPARTANS, one word, ONSPARTANS. Make sure you get that S there on the end, and you'll get 20% off your first purchase of Homefield gear. gear. Load, up the, load up the shopping cart. Get a ton of stuff. Homefieldapparel.com, promo code ONSPARTANS gets you 20% off your first purchase. One more time, promo code ONSPARTANS at homefieldapparel.com. Before I ask this next question, first, I just have to thank you for coming back your senior year because your senior year was my freshman year at State. So uh, if it wasn't for you, I don't think it would have been as awesome as an experience. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, man, for sure. And so how I guess how quick of a decision was that, though, to come back to State? Was that something that kind of went on for days, weeks, months, or was that pretty fast decision-making to come back to state your senior year? It was, dude, I'll be honest with you. I think about that moment a lot. And um, Mm -hmm. to answer your question, it was months. It was months because, you know, we had the the banquet at the end, and everybody was asking me, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to mean? Question after question, you know, the media and, I'm getting all types of – I heard everything from, you know, stay one more year and you, they're not looking at you to everybody's looking at you to NFL guys that, you know, you know had left Michigan State and went on, um, had came back and was like, dude, you're ready to go now. And, you know, it, it just – it was a lot of mixed, you know, uh, signals, to be honest with you. So 
Um, but at the end of the day, it came down for me, um, a conversation I had with my father. And, and that was just very simply, you know, you only get this chance one time and how you want to live your rest of your life and be remembered is what's going to last. And, you know, you can always make money doing anything. But, you know, your time here at State is how you want to be remembered. That's up to you. And so that really stuck with me, you know. And, and yeah. like you said, that last year, you know, we had a really bad, you know, really bad year. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't great. You know, I thought we could have done so much better. And um, I thought I could have better, been a better leader, to be quite honest with you, you know. And so um, when I look back on that senior year, that was that was what I – it was personal, you know. It was personal to me. And uh, I stepped up my leadership. And, Kurt, we, we you know, we challenged each other to, to do better and be great and to execute when we needed it and, and win the close games, you know. Uh, our motto for all that whole entire season, or one of them at least, was win the close game because we didn't last year. And so um, the, the scenarios that Coach D would put us in and, and to really just change the mindset each and every week, um, you know, in that season really helped us out as well too. So, um, yeah, dude, just the idea that I can be remembered as a champion, um, a Big Ten champion, you know, I think we, you know, I look back at, I obviously think we should have played in that Rose Bowl game and not Wisconsin, but right. that's another that's story. But, um, yeah, dude, I, I just, it was personal for me, you know, to be remembered as a champion and not as a loser uh, leaving. And, 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 and it makes me happy. You know, I have a picture of my son underneath the Big Ten championship plaque uh, on the wall at State. And, that's cool. you know, that makes my, yeah, dude, you know, it's just, it's one of those things I can show him that, you know, there was a winner, not only a winner, he was a leader and a champion. And so, you know, those, those things mean a lot to me. They really do. And, uh, of course, I want to bring up the senior season. And I, I kind of just do feel a little bad doing this right now because it's not the greatest memory in the world. But I think enough time has passed. Yeah. Hopefully we can, like, laugh and joke about it. But that Capital okay. One Bowl game against Alabama – did, did you okay. guys know that it was going to be an insanely tall task walking into that game, like when you're watching film and preparing? Or is that not like something that you know that, holy crap, this is an NFL team that we're playing, like when you finally reach the field? What was that like from your guys' vantage point? So when we got ready for that game, keep in mind, they had like a, a few losses, right? Oh, yeah. So, Somehow, you right. Know, it was, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like watching, like oh, on film, it was like watching Superman bleed, and you're like, Right. So we can do this. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, I, I think the issue where we started to really lose the grips on the game was that halftime, you know, and okay. Kirk being knocked out the game, or sorry, it was Hoyer. Uh, or no, not even Hoyer, it was Kirk. And then Kirk got knocked out the game, and then um, Keith got knocked out the game, and then Maxwell got knocked out the game. Brutal. And, and you're like, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, all of a sudden, we're on defense, you know what I mean? You know, right. 76, 76 snaps, you know, out of 112 or whatever it was. So, yeah, dude, that was – dude, that was tough, without a doubt. But to answer your question, we thought that we could beat them. I, you know, if gotcha. you look at that first that first quarter, bro, that, that really that, – that first half, bro, we went – we were down 7 nothing going into halftime, right? So, yeah. we thought, without a doubt, we had them on the ropes. They haven't seen anything like this, but – they made some adjustments, man, and took advantage of some of our weaknesses and, and maximized those. You know, I got to give them credit, obviously, like everybody else does. But, yeah, dude, I don't think, you know, when I think back at it, we, we could have definitely done some things differently and went to win that game to make it competitive at least as well. 
but yeah, it was without a doubt tough. I mean, you think about um, the guys on that team, and outside of Greg McElroy on their offense, I want to say a decent amount of those guys are still playing now, right? Probably, so, yeah. Right, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, when you go against, you know, the Julio Jones and the Mark Ingrams and the Yeldons and the um, yeah, man. Trent Richardson. Uh, Trent is not playing, but he was a backup at the time. And so, yeah, dude, it was – oh, man, it was tough. It was a tough <laughs> game that, and and I think you know what makes them so good, I, and I think it gets overlooked a lot is their O and D line. You know, I mean, not so much the right, D line, totally. but the O line is just so strong and fast and and big, and not so much. You know, of course they're big guys, as you know, it's college football. But at the same time, though, dude, like those guys can just play, man, and so. Um, no, when I look back at, I mean, I had ten tackles that game, you know. So there we go. Yeah, I, I, pretty, I had a pretty decent game for me, but it just sucked that you know, like you said, to like end it like that, dude. You know what I mean? But sure. um, it, it like it was, it just sucked. And, and then for me, I didn't win one bowl game. <laughs> you know what I mean? My my whole entire time there, which also you know wasn't great. But we, you know, I played against all first rounders. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and you guys Matt, went to four Matt games Ryan, too, right? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm playing against Matt Ryan, Matt uh Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford. Um, I forgot the kid from uh the another kid from Texas Tech that we played against in that other bowl oh, game. Graham, Graham Harrell? Harrell? Would it be Graham Harrell by any chance? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so we're playing against all these like draft picks every year, you know. So Man. um <laughs> you know, no matter how good of a game I have and then um, you know, in Georgia too, we had no, they had no Sean Marino. You know what I'm saying? So was, yeah, right. It was just right. He's you a know, Matt Stafford, and no Sean Marino. Like you know, what I mean, the, people loved that for a fantasy. You know, a couple of years ago. So right. Um, you know what I mean? So it was just one of those things, dude. That you're like, wow. You know, to play against those types of players, um, and to play well. You know, it's just really tough to do as a team. Uh, but yeah, man, that whole ball, that ball game, and all of them, man, they were all pretty tough, bro. They're all pretty tough. But at least to go to four bowl games, though, like especially at the time where MSU yeah. was in the years before that, though, like that's that's still wildly impressive. So we're, we're yeah. going to get back on the happy train here and just talk about the, the good parts of your senior. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I dragged you down that road. No, there. no, dude, <laughs> honest, I was not. I'm not mad or anything. I'm, you know, dude, you got to think it's been ten years since my senior year, and trust me, dude, I'm time heals. I figured enough time has passed, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to think, dude. Like I left. I left that game to the next year I won a Super Bowl, you know. So Not I'm, bad. Not me, bad. Yeah, it's, it's Not, okay. I'm, I'm okay, dude. I'm okay, <laughs> you know. Well, and like the rest of your senior year, too, like you guys had, what, Little Giants, and then you beat top 15 Wisconsin without Coach D'Antonio. Uh, you guys yes. beat Michigan on the road, Penn State to cap off the regular season and win the Big Ten. Yes. Like, of all those yes. games, or is there another game I'm not mentioning that, like, you reminisce on the most from your senior season even 10 years later? Um. Man, you know what? I, man, my senior season, probably that Wisconsin game. Okay. Coach D had a heart attack. And I think in that game, the leadership that we had on that team was, you know, during that time was such a big, big, big factor. And I'm proud of that moment because – of you know what we were able to do in the circumstance and still stay 
and keep our goals in mind of everything we wanted to accomplish, you know. And that was a hard-fought game, man, you know, against Wisconsin. They bring it every year. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and so no matter who's who they got left, I mean, those boys can just fight, man. They they can definitely rumble. So I got a lot of respect for um, that school and that team, you know, and just it was really cool every year to get to play them, um, you know, at sometimes Camp, Ramble, Camp Randall and then obviously at home as well too. But, yeah, dude, that Wisconsin game after Coach D's heart attack, I think about that one a lot. Don't get me wrong, you know, Little Giants was awesome and amazing, of and you know, to be, you know, um, a, a ESP to to be on an ESPN Classic, and people text me every time, "Hey, you're on TV." Um, you <laughs> know, it's, it's just it's it's cool, right? It's really really cool, and someday, you know, as my you know my kids get older, being able to show them those moments and and in detail, you know, that that was really really cool and. Um, beating Michigan, you know, not just because it's Michigan, but because that was the third year in a row um, that we beat Michigan as well, too. So, yeah, those those two games stick out to me the most, uh, without a doubt, in my senior year, my senior season. All right, one final segment with Greg Jones coming up here after a quick word from rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts all the way down to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. They've got gas pedals too, as we've gone over 100 times on this podcast. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You wouldn't. It doesn't make sense, so don't do that. Instead, go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and write locked on, it's two words, locked on in their how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And even like fans today, like kids in college, even like the younger fans, like they still know who Greg Jones is. Like you have put your stamp into Spartan lore for sure. But like who else from that era that you were on the defense with, or maybe even on the other side of the ball, do you think doesn't get enough credit for what they did 10 years later? Wow. I know that I saved my toughest questions uh, here for the end here. Yeah, no. Who? Mm. Mm-hmm. On the spot. That's right. <laughs> It's, it's tough because, like, we're still – like, a couple of us still talk. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm going to do this. I would say on offense, um, on offense, I think our – that entire O-line um, that was pieced together, bro. I mean, we had guys that came from D-line that played O-line. And, and honestly, man, to, to keep Kurt, you know – you know, healthy and as best they could, like I said, until we got to, you know, Alabama. But, you know, they – that old line, dude, they did their thing, bro. And then on defense, um, I got to say um, my partner in crime, Eric Gordon, dude, I mean, stepped up just so hugely in, in games, bro, and and had, you know, just, just stepped up, man. He just was a great leader when – times i mean there were i can't tell you how many times i wore contacts and i can't tell you how many times when 
my contacts popped out. He just stepped up and got the calls and got it, got me lined up and just stepped up, man. It was just a huge, huge uh, factor on our defense. And then on special teams, um, obviously uh, Sadler, but also Aaron Bates um, mm-hmm. coming in, you know, just every year, you know what I mean? And he was so productive and um, just did some great things. So, um, that 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 way I cover all my bases there, but yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> those guys, yeah, those guys do were were really really, um, you know, they don't get enough credit. You know, people forget. You know, but I don't. You know, Aaron Bates was up for a Ray Guy Award. You know, but honestly, do absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, I like to think I I've heard a lot of football stories, but I don't think I've ever heard like contact replacement fill in linebacker stories. Like that's that's a clutch teammate right there. They had an Eric Gordon. Yeah, I mean, well. Um, <laughs> We it happened in practice. Okay. And he and me and Gordo we roamed together for two years during gotcha. that time for road and everything. And um, the night before games, even at home, we had to stay at the Kellogg on campus. And so, uh, you know, he would just like like, dude, are you gonna make it through a game? And I'm like, you know, you know the signals. I mean, sometimes he knew stuff better than I did, and gotcha. he wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, and he was just like, I got it. Just just go ahead and fix your stuff. And he would step in and get it done. And, um, you know, still a great friend and, and, and great, um, you know, just a great teammate as well, too, man. Just a great guy um, as well. And he's doing really well for himself now, you know, in business. So, yeah, he's it's, it's been really cool. Really, really cool. And I, so I, I know I said like 15 minute interview. I know we're running a little long here. Do you have time for just like one Super Bowl question? Of course, I got to ask about. The yeah, of course, dude, of course. Absolutely. Of course. So, of course, uh, you know, 10 years ago, a lot of people remember it. Uh, you proposed to your wife, Mandy. And now I, I see on Instagram, you guys have a beautiful family of your own and everything. What an awesome Thank moment you. to propose after the Super Bowl. But I have to know. What was plan B if the game didn't go your way and you guys walked off the field with a loss? Like, did you have plan B set up for that or, or no? Yeah, so um, what I was planning to be just like 2,000% honest with you, uh-huh. uh, I was planning if we lost that, you know, I would, we are going on vacation after anyway because, I mean, it was my first season mm-hmm. in NFL, and I, I started, you know, as a rookie, and I played in all the preseason and the regular season games, so like 20-something games, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, really long season, you know, and having to deal with the lockout and all that stuff too, right? Oh, so right, yeah. we were – yeah, we were, we were just planning to, you know, go and – have a, you know, a 10 day trip and get away and, you know, no kids obviously at the time. So um, just kind of get away from the noise and everything. I was going to uh, propose then. Um, but dude, still to this day, dude, I get like so surprised about, you know, how many, how many, how much people remember that because I was doing my best to not <laughs> try to be in the spotlight, dude. I didn't <laughs> want it. Um, that just never, that's never who I was. Right. I, I, I don't, I didn't. I never wanted unwanted attention, you know, or unneeded mm-hmm. attention, you know. That's, yeah, that's and it's not like you did it on the stage after the Super Bowl. Like, I, even like at the time, I was like, wow, I can't believe a photographer was like kind of there because you kind of like seemed in the fray of everything. It kind of seemed like mixed in with exactly right. Yeah, I, like at the time, Eli was re- receiving his uh, MVP trophy, and I was just like way in the corner somewhere. And right. Sure enough, dude, that just had people just happened to get that shot. And, um, 
get get her crying and <laughs> knee on the knee. And I was shot though, man. I was just tripping, dude, because like <laughs> she was crying so much. <laughs> I started to think that she's getting ready to say no because oh, no, <laughs> and so I was, you know, like I, I was like, dude, like what's about to happen, bro? And <laughs> and um, no, and uh, yeah, just been the best day, and like you said, yeah, we we had a great life, and it's excuse me, it's funny when we look back now, it's like man, it just flew by because you know things have just been so great since then, and we've been very blessed with a lot of opportunities and things come our way, and. Um, honestly, man, like it's just flown by and here yeah, we're going on 10 years together and just celebrated seven years of marriage. So, um, with three beautiful babies, man. So yeah, we've That's been awesome. very blessed. Too. Very blessed. That's awesome, man. Greg, I, I cannot thank you enough for joining me tonight, man. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, no problem. Man. Hope all is well. You're down in Ohio, right? Is, is that where you're back? No, no, I oh. uh, I am from Ohio, but no, I live in uh, Macomb, Michigan. Okay, gotcha. About ninety minutes from you know East Lansing, um, and yeah, no, I I live here in Michigan, and my kids are Michiganders, but I love it. You know, I love it. I got a lot, you know, decent amount of space and. Um, I love going up north and, you know, I just think there's so many cool things about Michigan um, that I'm starting to love. And, you know, I, I, I lived in Ohio for 18 years, you know, I feel sure. like it's time, it was time for me to kind of, you know, move on and do some different things and experience. So, um, yeah, without a doubt, dude, it's just it's been a great, great ride, dude. Great ride. Great ride. Yeah, so no, I, I was thrown off by your Ohio area code, but yeah, Macomb's not too far away from me. So if you ever need a lift uh, to a tailgate, ever, just do hit, hit me up. I know. I'll, I'll be at your door with white gloves, uh, just like that. So I got you, Greg. Dude, well, we gotta. Well, I mean, hopefully we get the season going, dude. Because I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm still so. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> totally. But uh, hopefully, man, we get our. Hopefully, we get our season back, dude. You know, to see all these other schools going and we can't even, you know, go. I really hope we get our season back. So it's heartbreaking, yeah. man. I know. Well, whether it's this year, 2021 or anywhere down the line, Hey, I'll, I'll give you a lift to East Lansing if you ever need it. Uh, if you're over in Macomb, not bad at all. So, but no, I, on a, on a real note, Greg, thank you so much for joining me, man. I, I cannot thank you enough. So hope all is no well. Problem, man. Just send me everything. I want to get this out there and, and, um, Absolutely. and help you grow as well too, man. So I appreciate yeah, that. man. Definitely. Yeah, no problem. No, no problem at all, man. So yeah. Um, thank you, though, for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much to Greg Jones for joining the show. Really great interview. Lots of fun insights there. And just, you know, one of the all-time great defensive players at Michigan State. Certainly one of the first names you're going to think of when you think of the Mark D'Antonio era and really helped lay the foundation for the incredibly successful decade that uh, came right after he left Michigan State. And really, he was a part of it, too, at the beginning with some really nice uh, seasons there for him and uh, his Spartan team. So thanks to Greg for joining us. Always good to catch up with guys like that who had such a, a lasting impact on the program. Thanks to you for listening to the show. We'll be back in a couple of days. Maybe we'll have some Big Ten news. I have no idea what's going to happen. Honestly, I get asked all the time, and I'm starting to just lash out at family and friends who ask me because I don't know. I have no idea anymore. We'll see. Maybe we'll have an update and we can bring that to you on Thursday's edition of Locked On Spartans. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Check out my newsletter, Spartans Will, 1L, Spartans Will, 
uh, at Substack, spartanswill.substack.com. Check that out for sure. I'll have a, uh, uh, maybe by the time you're listening to this, a recap, a review of new running back commit, Audric Estime's uh, game film. He's certainly an impressive prospect. Looking forward to diving into that. Uh, we'll be back Thursday, and until then, go green.